0: Hi everyone, I'm Lily. And I'm Anna, and welcome back to At Home With Lily and Anna. A podcast where we catch up every week from our homes in London and Brighton. And the podcast is split into two parts, so first talk through our top five of the week, and then in part two we answer your questions and discuss a particular topic gathered from the At Home With Facebook group. In today's episode
1: we're going to be discussing all things weddings. You guys asked so many questions, so should we get going because I'm very excited for this one. Let's do this. Hi Anna, how are you? <laughs> I'm good, I'm good. How are you?
0: I'm really good actually. I'm loving I was like, the tie dye you've got going on. Oh thank you and I'm loving your hair. I was like oh, you've had a haircut and then you're like no I haven't. I just did something with it. It's one of those <laughs> things people my, I FaceTimed my dad this morning and my dad was like oh your hair looks really nice today and it was like <laughs> I've washed it and I've done something with it. Like, and everyone has been very kind and complimentary. Thank you very much. <laughs> Probably your hair looks so healthy when it hasn't had a cut in so long. Jealous. I mean, don't and look at the hair. ends. Do not look at the ends. <laughs> what, what's been your peak of the week? Do you know what? My peak of the week this week, quiet evenings. Like we've just had a lot Ooh. of like quiet time this week. And it's been really nice. Just like very chill some like quiet evenings, like a lay-in on Saturday morning, giving me lots of time to read. I was getting a bit behind on my good reads. You know, I'm trying to read 50 books this year. And I was, at one point, I was like three books ahead of schedule. I was like, I have got this down. <laughs> and then it was like, I was only one book ahead of schedule. And I was like, <gasps> okay, I need to get back on this. So I've dedicated a lot of time to reading over the last week and it's just been really nice. It's just been like horizontal reading my books. Um, And I read Red to the Bone by Jacqueline Woodson, not Jacqueline Wilson. What a legend. What a legend. (laughs) And it was a really nice book. It's under 200 pages. So it's quite a like speedy book. If you just want to read something that is very interesting, like it'll grab you. Brilliant story. Again, intergenerational family drama, my favorite, Um, but kind of short and snappy and can like get you back into reading. So highly suggest Mm. that one. That sounds good. There you go. I love well, how you just mi- you mixed that with a bit of a show and tell there. Oh, I know. Look at me, <laughs> mixing up the categories. Right, what about you? What was your peak my, of the
1: week? My peak of the week is the complete opposite of like chilling <laughs> at home. I, I'm getting like FOMO, not FOMO, but like lockdown panic, where suddenly I'm seeing people on holiday and in town and I'm like, oh God, people are doing stuff and I didn't really feel ready yet. I got very used to not doing stuff. I don't know how I feel about it all. But then I suddenly was like, oh my God, summer's going to be over, over before we know it. Mm-hmm. Who knows what's coming at winter? We're not going to be able to eat outside at restaurants for a long time. Like I was like, Rich, we need to start doing more. Like I want Gray to see London. And I feel like she's been so hidden away. So we um, I took the afternoon off work on Thursday and we went to Camden. And Grey's never been to Camden and it was so nice. Like the minute we got there, it just smelt of like incense and there was like people everywhere, but it wasn't like too crowded. Um, and we took her into like a cafe and she got given like a little free chocolate milk. And Aww. I just think it was so good for her. And it was so nice to see her enjoying like parts of London that I love. And I just had like the best afternoon.
0: Oh, that little photo that you put up, well, that little photo. I say little photo because it had little Grey in it and she was just like <laughs> stood up. With a freaking top knot, like with her sunglasses yeah. on. I was like, I'm sorry, when did she, when did you like grow a three year old? Like, I
1: don't know. She loves wearing those sunglasses.
0: It's so funny. She has a little straw hat that she
1: also oh, like, enjoys wearing. She just loves accessorizing. Like, seriously, where does she come stop from? It. She wears her sunglasses every day. <laughs> um, yeah, she was it. really cute, like running around Camden, and I just had the best time. So Aww. it was really nice um, just doing something. I feel like I haven't yeah. done anything for six months. Yeah. Um, yeah. Nice
0: what's your watch like share repeat this week i have one that i think you will really like and we always talk about how youtube knows us better than we know ourselves And, and again this is one of those ones it's like the duck one it's like everything else that i watch on youtube all the time um it's from vox and it's called why this font is everywhere and it's like an eight minute video about the font cooper black you have seen this font before it is everywhere and it's basically the history of this font like why it was created how it was created like the intricacies of the typography like how how the words all fit together how it's like bold and clear and eye-catching like it was just you from you like that I know. Is- It's It's so interesting. It's so up your street. That's the sort of thing I like learn about at uni. Exactly. I was going to say like, because of your degree, like I feel like this video would just (sighs) speak to you. They, They have lots of like different ones. Like once you watch this one, it then like tells you to watch another one about a different font. But yeah, this one about Cooper Black was super mark was like what are you watching i was like i'm just learning about fonts check me out oh my god i love that definitely check it out link it in the show notes a very very interesting just little little snippet something a bit different i love that you've always got youtube recommendations
1: like i feel like i need to up my youtube game it's harder to watch now because like i find just podcasts and stuff that i just have to listen to and i can get on with stuff is easier yeah I need to make more time for youtube but that is, sounds like such a good recommendation what about
0: you what's your one this week um, mine is
1: from our good friend kate levy on instagram oh. she has recently moved flats oh, oh my god Great. guys Sweet. if you love interiors yep, yeah, follow her she's just built the most unbelievable built-in cupboards <laughs> she- I, so funny i I commented on her instagram being like why didn't you tell me to do mine like that someone was like this sounds so passive aggressively <laughs> i was like oh my god we're friends i was joking um but she has done these like arched shelving units in her lounge. I mean, the whole thing, she's just incredible. She's painted them green. She is unreal, unreal. (laughs) Totally Um, agree, they look amazing. But also, have you, am I the only one or have you spent like most of your life just scrolling through these, like, what what something are you Instagrams? Like, what Friends episode are you? What Pantone color are you? And I spend my whole time just scrolling, trying to find my name for hours and hours and hours. And then I find it and I'm like, yeah, they like it.
0: Uh, And I never post any. (laughs) Was this the one with the Pantone color? Pantone
1: but I've done like all different kinds of weird things like what I don't know there, there's everything
0: isn't there there's every what something are you I so fun fact this Pantone color I was a bit like I've seen this trend and I'm a bit like not interested but then I saw the Pantone color and I was like oh this is one that I can get on board with everyone was posting it did the same thing scroll 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 I was purple I was horrified I was no. just like mm. no. I am not purple like a <laughs> grape purple i was like mm, no do you know what though you know what i saw caroline guess what color? She yellow was. yellow i tagged her in the comments and i was like caroline this checks out and then she posted it on yeah. her stories i was like <laughs> li- deep yellow like that like bright yellow that's like completely caroline couldn't believe uh, it what was yours I, did you find i think it?
1: there's a ryan gosling what ryan gosling are you you need to do that one <laughs> um, yeah i was a color i can't even remember it was something that i just was like
0: nah not into that i was like it's not black i'm horrified like yeah. absolutely no way and it takes a
1: long time to find lily in these name things like <laughs> it's not the most common of names it's like it takes me so long and then i'm always disappointed can we stop now with That's these so what funny. are you
0: <laughs> <laughs> what about top of the box lily what you've been watching this week i
1: have binged the whole um first season of doubt actually i don't think there's any more down to earth which is Zach Efron's program on Netflix. Have you heard about it?
0: Oh my gosh, I've heard people go crazy about this.
1: Yeah, like yeah. Zach Efron's so random. I'm actually the <laughs> wrong age group that I really wasn't that into him with like High School Musical. It was a bit younger than me. Yeah. I didn't really get the fuss. Oh my God, I get the fuss now. Like he's really grown. Nice. Sorry, I know I should talk about the program. I'll talk about the program <laughs> in a minute. Sorry, Zach Efron. I'm like totally like just rectifying you know. for Zac yeah, Efron. Yeah, absolutely. Sorry. I know he wants to be taken seriously these days, but he's... Unbelievable! He's so fit. I can't even like look at him, and he's just grown into this like lovely man. He seems so kind. Anyway,
0: <laughs> he seems like a really nice guy. Like he, seems, he oh, comes so across nice. really well. Yeah, yeah.
1: So he's basically traveling the world with Darren Olian. I think that's how you say his surname. Who's actually rich? Has his book. He's a big fan of him. Um, and he's exploring like healthy sustainable ways to live and it's not preachy it's really just him like trying to learn about how to be more sustainable and each episode's in a different country Re- I really enjoyed it like I've messaged my dad and loads of people to be like oh my god you have to watch this I think Mark would really like it as well um and
0: he is also beautiful to watch I mean it sounds like great it sounds just like win-win win-win yeah. everyone's winning no absolutely it's it's on my list although you will be very happy to know I finally finished I May Destroy You and now I'm on like a Michaela Cole binge like I want to watch every interview she's ever done I want to listen to every podcast that she's ever been on I want to see everything she's ever made like the mind of this woman the creativity is just next level like how lucky are we to have her as a talent like in the world like yeah amazing I just the ending, oh, I screamed. Like it was just, yeah, it that sh- it just makes, it's a sh- I haven't watched a show like that just for ages that makes me want to like talk about it and discuss it. Like the mm. the ins and outs of like all the characters and how like complex they were and like what they did that was kind of morally right and what they did that was morally wrong, like in inverted commas. Like I just, yeah, I just found it a very fascinating watch. Like the, the hype is real, watch it, it's amazing. Um, still watching Pose like love it it's on my mind a lot I just the soundtrack is everything <laughs> and then also I needed something I needed a shit watch not gonna lie yeah. just needed like just something that I could put on that was kind of crap so I have started watching Selling Sunset oh my god it's you never watched it I've never watched it
1: oh my god Anna you're gonna
0: <laughs> love it it's my favorite ever Dude, there's thanks- a new one coming this week a new season this is the thing. So I'm like, there's a new season, so there's plenty of episodes to watch. <gasps> do, do they? Oh, I don't know if this is a spoiler. If you don't want to know anything about selling Sunset, just like go a minute ahead here. Do they ever sell that £40, 000, £40 million <laughs> home? I don't think they did in
1: the second season. I think it's coming. Oh, I don't think They still it, haven't they sold have it yet.
0: I don't think so. I mean, that one is just like, they're like, this is the biggest plot that's ever been sold. Like, I mean, it, it's the house amazing. Is amazing. It's a combination between like the hills.
1: I think this was one of my recommendations one week, it was, wasn't it? In yeah, the early yeah. episodes, it's a mix of like the hills and the city reality, like, and some kind of like what's the, what are those location, like location, programs? location? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I wouldn't compare it to that, but it's just you get to see these amazing properties, and also it's like juicy gossip in an office full of gorgeous women. It's so bizarre.
0: I honestly, it's just Mark was like, "Oh, like, is that something that I could watch with you?" And I was just like, "No." no this is full on like you you no, you will not enjoy this oh rich loved it oh uh, mark would no mark's like mm, no thank you but it's something to like put on when you you know you're in the bath you're yeah. taking off your makeup 100 oh so good i can't wait to watch it again rich literally <laughs> saw
1: on netflix he was like oh my god it's starting again next week <laughs> oh rich bless you right show and tell what have you got um show and tell i've got A mask, which is so twenty twenty of me.
0: Oh like a like a mask mask. Like an actual mask. Yeah, not like a
1: skincare (laughs) mask, sorry. Very confusing. (laughs) I've just realized that. Two masks. Uh, I've been trying a lot of different ones. Like who knew masks were all so different. Like mm-hmm. I got some really nice ones from Bowden, but turns out like the fabric's quite thick and every time I breathed in, it kind of like sucked in and I felt like I was suffocating. And then some are much more like breathable. And yeah, I got a couple from Olivia Rubin, Ooh. which is so funny cause it's a brand like I've always loved, but I haven't really been able to like invest in. So this is like a nice way to dip your toes <laughs> into a brand because the masks are like 10 pounds each, but they're made from really beautiful fabric. And they're kind of, one of them's like a tie-dye rainbow and one's a rainbow stripe. And they've got like tightenings behind the ear, although Grey's broken one of them, which is really annoying. I need to figure out how to fix it. Um, So it just feels really snug and quite easy to breathe in and just fun. I mean, I don't know if we can make like fun out of the situation and enjoy treating ourselves to a nice mask. Why not?
0: I totally like, wear your masks. Like, it's getting into that routine of, like, always having it on you, right? Like, in yeah, case... Yeah, I've got one in my car, yeah. one in
1: my handbag, one in my baby bag. Yeah. Because when you forget it, it's just so annoying.
0: Yeah, exactly. I've got, um, I bought one of the slip ones, actually. Yeah. Um, you know, like, the silk pillowcase brand. Like, I bought a black one. Um, and that's nice because that's got a little bit round your nose that you can like pinch in round your nose yeah a lot of those
1: have them like a wire
0: yeah and it's like adjustable behind the ears as well and then mark got us some they're like handmade by this woman in london they're just like a linen one and that's Mm. like black i would just say my advice with masks is like get something dark because oh my gosh they get covered in makeup
1: yeah, it's so annoying. Also, have you not got a leopard print one yet? I have not got a leopard print mask oh yet. Guys, no, you not. give it a minute and I'll be like, I've got a ganny leopard print mask. <laughs> oh <God. laughs>
0: ganny leopard... You know I would. You know I'd be on Netflix and like, ooh, hello, ganny leopard.
1: i like, hey guys. Said, give it a week. It like, costs that's 50 we'll see pounds, but you know,
0: like, I just love leopard print, I'm going I say? <laughs>
1: i'm gonna find you one after this thanks. Like, definitely
0: <laughs> thanks lily oh i'm gonna have to for my show and tell i mean if i was to show lily i'm gonna have to lift off my uh earpiece lift off my my headphone that's the word for it what's an earpiece um <laughs> yeah they are the misima gold plain claw huggies Ooh, i've never had a huggy before in terms of like an earring basically oh, it them. means like a really tiny earring. Very, very small, like a, a very mini, mini hoop. Um, I just really like the shape of them. They're kind of like a teardrop, like, got, like gold-plated, like teardrop shape. Um yeah. And they sort of, at the bottom, they sort of like come apart at the bottom. They like break in the bottom almost so they're easy to like get round your ear. I'm mm-hmm. really not describing it very well. Check them out on the website. But if you're into like a dainty, dainty hoop, these are perfect. Like I got them... They were gifted to me um, maybe like last week. I haven't taken them out. I like put them in. I'm like, yeah, we're, we're done here. I also love the claw,
1: like, um, oh, what's it called when it just goes on oh, the cuff. side of your ear? Cuff. So nice. Although you can't really wear them with masks. But when you're not wearing a mask, Stick it looks them on. so nice. Yeah.
0: No, super into like tiny, dainty. You know me. I like my tiny, dainty, like everyday earring. Unless I want to do like a statement piece. Highly recommend. Um, so nice. Watch 100% Yum, Lily. If you ever want to make something, like you've got friends
1: coming next week. Uh-huh. I would highly recommend this recipe for like a delicious brunch that looks really impressive, tastes amazing, but isn't actually that hard to do. Like you won't find it hard. Um, it's Bill Granger's sweet corn fritters. You've probably had them before in his restaurants, but this is like a recipe to make them at home. They are unreal, like incredible sweet corn fritters with like roasted tomatoes, spinach, um. Oh, what else is in it? Wait, I want to click on this link. Avocado? Avocado schmish. It's got coriander and parsley in it, but you can't really taste it. It really adds to the flavour. Spinach, the roasted tomatoes. Oh my God, like lime, bacon, crispy <gasps> bacon in there. And you make it like a little kind of, you add the layers. So it's like sweet confritter at the bottom, sweet confritter at the top, everything in between. Oh my God, it's just the most delicious thing I've ever made Highly recommend. Yeah, seriously, you should be salivating. I
0: am salivating. And also it's when you say crispy bacon. Oh. I know I mean how many times on a broken record I'm like, we don't really eat a lot of meat in the flat. Like I know I say it in every single vlog, but when we had friends stay over a couple of weeks ago, and they'd like we'd got bacon for them, and then we had some bacon left over. And I had a bacon butty last week with mm. with bread that Mark had just made. So Mark mm. had made the bread, so it's like fresh bread. Crispy bacon, like so crispy, you could like it would snap. Yes, it was. I haven't had a bacon butty in like the long. There was so much butter on it, so much tomato ketchup. <clears throat> oh my
1: god! Oh my god! See, I don't so really good. like the
0: way English people make bacon. I'm all for
1: American crispy bacon. So I get a bit embarrassed about the fact that we microwave our bacon. Like if people are coming over, I make sure I do it well before <laughs> they come because I don't want anyone to see. But it makes it so crispy. Christy. Like streaky bacon yeah. on a plate and it microwave for yeah. like 10 minutes, five minutes. So good. Apologies oh. to all the
0: vegetarians and vegans who've had to listen to us talk about bacon, but flabby bacon is like... Mm, not, not the one. Not the one. Get out. You see, I'm a bit embarrassed by my 100% yum now because I'm like, it's not as tasty. I'll open it over here. It is. The Urban Fruit gently baked mango.
1: Yeah, I'm into it.
0: I like the mango. I will admit I do prefer like the pineapple, even if it makes my tongue a bit big. You know, if I eat Mm. too much pineapple, makes my tongue a bit funny, but totally worth it. Just, you know me, I love sweet, I love sweet food. And it's nice just to have something that I can like, when I'm having that sweet craving mid afternoon, I can just look in my drawers and I'm like, oh look, I actually do have something to eat and it's averagely healthy. And Isn't it like really sugary or those ones are not as bad? Um, I mean, I don't think there's anything added to it, but obviously it's like dried fruit. So mm. I don't think there's anything. I think it's just like baked. Yeah, because some of them are like so sugary, but I love dried mango. No added sugar. It literally mm. is just mango. It's just mango. What's on your finger? Oh, I had a... <laughs> the elastic band. <laughs> just checking. I had the elastic band that it was... Looks, it looked weird. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, what the yum. hell is that? <laughs> there you go. 100% yum. Something super tasty for brunch. A nice little snack for you there. Everything that we've mentioned in this section will be linked in the show notes as always. If you make any of the recipes
1: that we share, please share them on the Facebook group. I would love that.
0: (gasps) Oh my God. Yeah, share, just share shit on the Facebook group because all of your beanie babies (laughs) that you were sharing on there from our 90s nostalgia episode (laughs) had us like howling so there was like one girl who had like a collection that went like all the way up
1: (laughs) i loved that photo unreal she was like i just went back to my parents and we thought we'd check if they're worth anything nope still not worth
0: anything (laughs) which is so (laughs) so funny we love like interacting with you guys on there so appreciate that but lily are you ready for part two
1: I love when we sing cuz cuz of the delay on FaceTime we're always out of sync with each other. It must be such heaven to your guys' ears. In
0: my in my ears, we're on we're in time. But yeah. In
1: my ears, we're not in time and then I'm like, I can't hear what I'm singing anymore. Let's just stop singing. It's going to hurt everyone's ears. Let's just get on with the next section of the podcast. <laughs>
0: Okay.
1: <laughs> so this week, we're going to be talking about weddings. You guys really wanted us to discuss this because it's really interesting. As two best friends, we had totally different types of weddings. And I had a very small wedding. I had a medium large wedding. So I think it's going to be a really interesting topic. But obviously... We planned this episode before the new rules came in and we just want to say like we are thinking of all the couples who have had to delay or cancel their weddings recently. I can't even imagine and I just want to say I'm really, really sorry. I hope that this will, you know, make you feel a little bit excited about when you can have your special day and just want to say we're thinking of you.
0: Yeah, we've got friends who've had to delay now till next year and yeah, yeah, just want to say like our thoughts are with you. Hopefully it is worth the wait and yeah we want to get we wanted to do this to get everyone like excited and you know just answer your questions
1: so it's just a pain in the ass really isn't it logistics (laughs) wise so bloody annoying anyway so should we start by describing our weddings for those who maybe haven't been following us for a long time and they want to know like a little top line what sort of weddings we had you go first
0: okay um so mark and i got married at our local registry office in brighton And we got married in front of 27 friends and family. So we mainly had like our parents, my grandparents, any siblings, and then the majority of the people there were like our friends. So we just had like super short ceremony, couple of readings from mates that we like, readings that we liked, got married, did that bit. Um, And then we walked to a local restaurant and had like the whole restaurant to ourselves. We just had a meal there, lots of drinks. And then we just came back to our flat and we sort of did the wedding reception, in our flat um we did a pub quiz we got loads of alcohol in we got domino's pizza my mum had made a wedding cake and we just like ate and drank and danced until the wee hours of the morning when everyone was like yeah we probably should leave now because everyone's really really drunk (laughs) and that was yeah that was our wedding day what about you what well, what about you? I know, I mean I know your wedding. <laughs> what about you? <laughs> Lol. Um we got married in Suffolk, which is where Rich grew up.
1: We had we invited 110 people. Um which I think for some people sounds massive. Jewish weddings are normally 200 to 300 people. So for us it it was actually a smaller wedding compared to most weddings we go to. Um we got actually got married in the registry office the day before just to do the legal bit because we wanted my friend Jake to marry us. Um, We got married in a barn, and I won't go into every little detail, but the overall theme was very much like an informal, fun, you know, our friend married us, our friend sang in the ceremony, it was all like sharing food, we just wanted a really fun, informal feeling at the wedding. So yeah, big kind of barn, countryside feel.
0: Oh, it was so fun. But before we get into that, should we rewind it back, the proposal?
1: The proposal. There were lots of questions about this. So we thought we'd add in a section about
0: the proposal. Yeah, we weren't expecting to talk about this, but they were no. kind of cute. Um, sorry, we, yeah. d- we forgot to like write down the names of who asked what question. We should definitely do that next time. Um, but someone asked, did Rich and Mark ask each of your dads for permission before proposing? Did they do that traditional step? Uh, Rich actually did. I think it wasn't so much about tradition. It was more just
1: like respect and he gets on really well with my dad. And I think he just wanted to. But he did it a few days before. So he was planning on proposing to me on the Friday. And on the Wednesday, he was like, right, I'll ask Lily's dad on the Wednesday. But I... Our family dog died on the Monday. My dad had to put (laughs) our dog Dixie down. Dixie. And so when Rich went over, my dad was so upset. He was in his office. He was crying. It was like the worst timing. And Rich was apparently freaking out. Like, do I delay the proposal? (laughs) I don't know what to do. And he was like, I've got it all planned. He had all these things planned. So he was like, I'm just going to ask him. Apparently it was just really awkward, really emotional. Um, But yeah, my dad was like, course. Yeah. Absolutely.
0: I I think Mark did the same. Just as like a nice thing to get like my parents involved. Like, yeah, not that he was worried that they'd say no. And did he tell your mum? Yeah, I think it was to both of them because I think we were away on a trip. And so Mark went round for dinner. Like that always happens whenever like me and Lily would go away, my parents would be like, oh, come round for dinner one night. Like we'll, we'll keep you company kind of thing. So I think he had gone round for dinner, taken like flowers for my mom. And then they'd, oh, that's it. They'd had dinner. And dad was like, it was so obvious that like, he wanted to ask something and like something, he was being really weird. So they had like the whole of dinner, like the whole of like, my mom had probably made like a dessert. And then like right at the end before he was about to go, he was like, in case they said no. <laughs> he was like, oh, actually, um, I'm going to ask Anna to marry me. Is that cool? Aww. So I think it was sweet. He's sweet that he like included both of them. And yeah, it was more of a, I think he just wanted to like, Have them be part of it and kind of include them.
1: Um, I told Rich for years beforehand, like if you ask my dad, make sure he doesn't tell my mom, just because I really wanted to like have that of like telling my mom I'm engaged. Otherwise, I was like, who am I gonna tell? Like, obviously, have other people, but so he, my dad, didn't tell my mom. That's made it it more fun to tell. That's fun.
0: That's super fun secret. I like that.
1: Someone else asked, did either of you consider proposing to your partner instead of waiting to him to get a move on? Because we've been together for seven years before we got engaged. What about you guys? I think it
0: was about the same. I've honestly, I've like lost count a bit now. I think, I think it was like seven, eight years. I, it's, it's hard with like the timing thing. Cause I, I definitely would, by that point, I was just like, oh, just bloody proposed to me already. Like, come on. Especially when people it's so hard not to look to the side at like what other people are doing but people who'd been together like far shorter than we had were getting married and like you know engaged and had their wedding days and that stuff I was like eight years down the line but then I'm I'm so pleased we did wait and I'm so pleased we uh, yeah I don't know it, it's one of those things that kind of everything happens for a reason at the right time and like I'm, I'm pleased it happened then because I think if we'd had it earlier we would have had a completely different wedding day we would have felt a bit less sure of ourselves and I think we would have done like more of what was expected of us rather than doing what we wanted to do because we're a little bit older and we kind of just like knew what we wanted a bit more so Mm. but I'm not sure I ever considered proposing to Mark I guess I'm just like yeah I was just like no bloody hell like this this is the we have to do as women we have to do a lot of like we have to give birth To the child. You know, we have to do like a lot of shit. So I'm like, you know what? No, that's like the one uncomfortable moment, you know, (laughs) stressful moment that you can do. Because we do a lot. But but also I think it's a
1: nice thing for them to do. Like I think I joked about it, but actually I felt a bit like if I were to do it, I'd be taking away one of the things that he's probably spent his whole life thinking, Oh, one day I'll have to or I'll get to propose to someone. Like that's his thing. Like I do think if I get what you're saying, there's a lot of things we have to do, but also there's a lot of things we get to do. And I think there's not many things are like their thing in life. And I'm like, it's not so much a tradition part of it. Like as a male woman, I don't need you know him to ask me. It's none yeah. of that. I just think, I think he, part of him quite enjoyed the process of like planning it and doing it. So I didn't want to take that away from him. He like proper
0: planned it as well. Like, I, I don't know. I think there is, I think it would be really cool. I've got friends who are like, I reckon the girls will propose to the guys. And I think that's really awesome. I think that like works oh, yeah. for your, rela- for that works for your yeah. relationship and that's just like what you want to do. I just think that's like so like middle finger up to the patriarchy and like doing a yeah. right thing. But I think what you're saying is you and Rich had spoken about it and Rich seemed excited at the prospect of like planning it and like having that moment, which I think is really yeah. sweet. I feel like I'm so like bossy in our relationship anyway. I wouldn't want to be like, and I'm also going to be the one to propose. (laughs) Like I'll let him have his moment. Um, I love the question. Did your partners pick out your engagement ring or did you get to or want to choose your own? And someone, and basically this girl was saying like, I'm way controlling. um, And like to have someone make that decision for me, like stresses me out. How did you feel about that?
1: In our little like bubble, a lot of people... um, they do what, what rich did which i think is a really good idea because i get what you're saying like you don't want someone to propose with the ring and be like oh thank you and you've got to wear it forever and it's not really your kind of thing um and also like it's nice to have something to propose with so rich actually went to a diamond dealer it's actually a much more affordable way to get a diamond than going to the shop because it gets marked up so much um so he picked out the diamond and he really enjoyed the process like he learned so much about diamonds he picked something that was vintage he really liked that it had like a bit of a story and you know, he sat there for a while discussing it and he picked the diamond and then he just proposed to me with a diamond in a box. So that's something that he picked. And then we went together to actually design the band and the rings. So that's something that I could then get involved in. And we did it together, really enjoyed the process. It meant that I got something I was happy to wear. Um, but he also had like a massive involvement in it. And I just think that was such a good
0: idea. Such a nice way of doing it. See, mm. I, I think I would love to work in a jeweler's And, like, have the moment of, like, people's partners coming in and, like, picking out the ring. Like, how I would thoroughly enjoy, like, being part of that process for someone. Like, I would pay money to watch to have watched Mark go through this process. Like, I just think it would have been so cute. <laughs> oh my God, cute. there should be a reality TV
1: show about that. I don't know if there is. It would
0: have been so cute because Mark was like, I was looking at all of... I he Mark got um my ring in like the Brighton lanes. And so like here there's like so nice. the lanes and there's lots of different jewellers. But he was like, I didn't know what one to go into. Like, I didn't really know like where to start. So it was just Mark just like walking around the lanes, like looking in all of these jewellers windows. And he was like so worried that someone would come up and be like, oh, I love Anna's videos <laughs> or like a friend or family member would be like in town at the same time as he's looking in jewellers windows. Um, but I... Years and years and years before he proposed, like maybe two years, three years before he proposed, I'd seen this Refinery 29 article that was like <laughs> rings for women that hate wearing rings. And I was just like, yes, this is me. Because at that time, I didn't really wear a lot of jewelry. And I saw this ring, and it was like an emerald cut diamond, but set horizontally on a gold band, like not super big. I was just like, that for me is perfect. I, I love that ring, love that setup. so mark bless him he like held on to that piece of knowledge and he was like cool that's so i had given some inspiration slash basically been like i mean this ring was like a vintage ring in new york it was never going to be that ring but he sort of went and showed them photos and said this is the ring that she likes and this ring like wasn't made by them and so they basically like just turned the diamond around because normally it's set like in a vertical way so they just like turned it round and he was like yeah there you go that's perfect that's that's the ring but i would have paid good money to watch that moment because i just <laughs> think that would have been so cute and and i'm i'm couldn't be happier with it like it's i feel like it's really me um i'm so happy that like mark got to have that process um yeah i look i like i, I happily wear it every day like i couldn't imagine like not wearing it and i've had friends who have sent like
1: me photos be like just so you know this is the sort of ring i love and I'm like, okay, but now I've got to, like, hope that they ask me if I know what sort of ring you want. And I'm like, hold on to all these photos. Like, I hope they ask me before they... So, guys, if you're listening, just check with the friends first, maybe. Yeah. Like, a, a best friend. If you think they've got sort of that, that sort of relationship, like, they might have a photo on their phone.
0: I have not likely up here... of all my girlfriends of <laughs> all the rings and cuts and diamonds and everything they want so yeah if you, any anyone any guys out there who are listening to this who know my girlfriends like I've got you covered I know exactly what they
1: want <laughs> that's so funny someone asked in other cultures it is common that your husband is chosen by your parents but do you think your parents would have chosen someone who's similar to Rich and Mark
0: for you 100% my parents love Mark more than they love me And I'm okay with that because I'm like, yeah, he's, he's amazing. Like he's a hundred percent a better human than I am. Like I love him more than I love me. Um, And he's like, he's like the perfect mix of like all of the men in his life and my life. So like, he's got so much of his dad in him. His dad was like a really hands-on kind of guy, like very wants to know how things work wants to like take things apart and then build it from scratch again like he's very very handy and my granddad is like that as well my granddad like is a handyman by trade and again like just wants to do things like very like active in that sense and then I think he's also got like I don't know him and my dad get on really well as well and I, I like see a bit of like the comedy aspects of my dad also in Mark and I think for me like I'm so into my parents like relationship and marriage and I will always look at that and also my grandparents as well they're always like relationship goals for me and how they are with each other they're just like funny and they take the mick out of each other but you can tell there's like so much love there I'm always like that's that's what I want and I think with Mark like I've 100% got that so I have no doubt that out of a line up And any previous ex-boyfriends that my parents were just like, oh, good Lord. (laughs) like Let's hope this one doesn't hang around. I like, when Mark came into the picture, it was like, yeah, I think they were probably very happy. What about you?
1: So uh, my parents love Rich. They wouldn't change a thing now, but I don't think they would have picked him for me. No way. No, absolutely not. Like if he was on a piece of paper and had a picture and like a bio and description, there's no way. Like I think I've got a better judge of character for, Than my parents. I think they would have picked someone totally different and I don't think it would have been right. But like, do you know what I mean? I think they're yeah. now they now know that he's perfect for me and now they've got to know him. They know what he's like. But I think if when they first met him or first heard about him, he comes from a very different life to me, background. He's he's different to what I think my parents would like expect, or what they think would have been right. But I think they're totally happy with... I think he's absolutely perfect yeah, for me. And I think is. they think he's absolutely perfect for me. Yeah. Like it would have been so interesting to see who I could have ended up with, like, if I had an
0: arranged marriage. Oh my God, who knows? We'll never know. We will never know. Um, moving more onto, like, the planning aspect of the wedding... Um, the weddings that we had was that the type of wedding always the plan or did we choose to have it that way like at a later date as it became a bit more real?
1: I just wasn't the sort of person that ever really thought about my wedding beforehand until like I was engaged I just was like it just wasn't something I was like oh I'm dreaming of my wedding day one day so I guess it was always the plan like it was just like we got engaged and then we were like what let's write a list for like how many people we want to have and then I was like, how nice would it be to do it in Suffolk? Because like Richard moved to London and our our whole life was very London based. And I was like, let's do something that's more of like for your family and where you're from. And it all just was felt very natural. And yeah. it just wasn't a big deal, really. We we're lucky in that way. What about you?
0: Uh, see, I, I think it's completely the opposite for us. I think, uh, if I'm honest, I hadn't really gone to that many weddings. Like I hadn't gone to that many weddings. Like not many of my friends have started to get married yet. So the weddings that I'd been to had been when I was like five and a and a bridesmaid in a big puffy like nineties bridesmaid dress. So I didn't really have much experience of like going to other people's weddings and being like, oh I I really like this aspect and I would like love to do that. And I think if we had got married maybe a couple of years earlier, we would have done like the kind of country estate, like probably quite a big wedding, just like what kind of what would be more of a in brackets like traditional wedding in the in the UK, like currently. And then I think... You did look look at some venues like that at the beginning, didn't you? Yeah, we did. Like, places where everyone would stay the night. And, you know, we'd written, like, lists of everyone that included, like, work friends and, like, extended family and really kind of, like, got up to, like, the over 100 mark. And then I think we realised, we were like, actually, what do we want? Like, I... There was a couple of questions in the Facebook group about this. Like, I don't like people looking at me. Contrary to, like, what we do... I don't like to be the centre of attention, I don't like people looking at me and for me that was like the worst part of the wedding day was like all eyes on you, like I hated that, like that was not enjoyable for me and so I was like how, That that's not what we like, we don't like that kind of big everyone there and we were like we just want to eat really well, be with the people that we like love and see the most in our lives and like, have a good party, and and also not to spend a shed load of money, we were just like, we're not interested in putting like, five figures down on this wedding, that is like, not of interest to us, we wanted to save, because we wanted to, you know, finish off our bathroom, and do our hall stairs and landing, and I don't know, it just, it kind of didn't seem like the, it didn't seem like it was the priority for us to have this like, huge wedding day, so yeah, it's kind of interesting, we, we looked down all avenues, and like, weighed them all up, and then we were like, this just, feels right for us
1: you came to my wedding before you got married yeah did it kind of like put you off or make you question your decisions or like how did you feel you're like oh god this isn't for me
0: i loved your wedding your your wedding day was so fun your your wedding day was so fun and the takeaway for me of your wedding day was like we need to have good food like (laughs) good food like really makes all the difference and everyone everyone is just because it's what we enjoy like to some people that might not be a priority of their wedding day but I love eating out like I love good food and the food at your wedding was just like next level and then also just like the personal touches that you did like you didn't do did you even cut a cake
1: no we didn't no there's a question further down about like traditions yeah
0: it, it was just like you guys did like what you wanted to do in the order that you wanted to do it and you didn't have things. Cause you, you know, you, oh, you have to have a cake or you have to have bridesmaid or you have to. And I was just like, Oh, I like, I liked that vibe. I was just like, I love that you just did whatever yeah. you wanted
1: to do. So it's cause you hadn't been to many weddings you said. So maybe yeah. like my wedding kind of gave you the confidence to be like, actually it's okay to just do what you want to do. Yeah. I was
0: like, I don't want this many
1: people. I
0: don't know that many people, <laughs> but I was like, in terms of, of how you did it and like the bones of your wedding day, I was really like into that. Really into cool. that. Um, I love the question about wedding dresses. Again, we we did quite different things. Different, but both
1: quite non-traditional, I think. I was just really passionate about not spending a fortune on a dress. Like, I was this dress you wear once. And I just wanted to feel comfortable. I wanted to feel like me. Like, I didn't want it to be this whole big faff. Um, But I I really actually wanted to... I always said, like, I'm just going to go to Selfridges and buy a nice dress. I wasn't even that into wearing white. And actually, when I started looking into it, it was much harder than I thought. I ended up looking at, like having to look at designers and I was like, well now I'm just buying a designer dress it's actually really expensive. Mm. And I found it really tricky. At this point, there weren't a lot of like high street wedding dress places. I looked at phase eight and I couldn't find anything and it was harder than I thought. So I ended up going to a brand called Catherine Dean, which is wedding dress designer, but like low key. And I got a top and a skirt. So that's actually separate, but it kind of looked like a dress. And the minute I put it on, I was like, this is perfect. It was in a sample sale. It was like last season, so I didn't care really affordable it was in like a warehouse where I tried on I'd been to a couple of wedding dress shops hated the whole experience like you weren't allowed to take photos it was a horrible atmosphere in there they were putting me in dresses that just didn't feel like me so I I really loved going to Catherine Dean
0: and I just felt like I looked like me in it it was so beautiful like just very beautiful just like simple understated like timeless I really, really. I actually liked ended
1: your up dress. changing my top for the evening because I felt like I had this lace top and I was like, it's all a bit formal for like a disco. So I ended up like changing to like a needle and thread top, which is kind of like a high street. Um, your dress, I came with you. To get your oh
0: dress. my god, yeah, you did. Yeah, oh yeah. See, mine was a Whistles number. So we'd got engaged the Christmas before we started planning our wedding. So we basically spent twelve months umming and ahhing, and everyone's saying, "What are you going to do? What are you going to do? What are you going to do? do?" And us being like, um, "We don't really know." And then the following Christmas, I came home like one day and Mark had like been to the registry office and like got all the paperwork and like worked out how much, you know, he's like, oh, it's 120 quid to get married at the registry office or something. And we're like, cool. And then basically in like four days, we'd like gone to Coal Shed, which is where we like ate our dinner. Mark had bought a suit from Reese. Like we'd basically like, you know, I'd, I'd done a papier order of like invitations and we'd like planned the wedding. Like it was basically all done. But then the one thing I was like, oh, actually, so we're we're like planning it kind of January time. And this was for the May. And I knew that Whistles was bringing out wedding dresses in February. And I was just like, this is perfect timing. Yes. yeah, (laughs) I I knew like the minute that I saw this dress, it was called the Eva style. I think they still sell it. The minute that I saw this dress, I was like, that's the dress I'm going to wear on my wedding day. Again, very simple, not super expensive. I had some very minor alterations made around the boob area. And that was it um I took Lily and then like the rest of my kind of best girl pals to London and you guys made me try on every dress that whistles (laughs) do I was like I knew I was going to pick this one but everyone was like no like fashion show (laughs) fashion show I had to try on every single one and like I have so many photos on my phone from like you guys like taking loads of photos and then I obviously I tried on the one that I knew that I was going to wear. And I was like, yeah, this is the one. Everyone was like, yay. <laughs> oh, it looks so,
1: it was perfect. It literally looked like it was made for you. I Thank remember you. taking the photo and just being like, oh my God, it looks. Was... And you just looked the same on your wedding day as you did on that day you tried it on. Oh, do you know what I mean? It yeah. wasn't like. I, 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 it just right like now,
0: you. W- here's a question. I, I would personally wear that dress again now. If I got married today, would you do the same? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, definitely. Yeah.
0: I think so. I mean, I don't know if I. Yeah, I think I would. Yeah, there you go. Like, yeah. like, if you pick something that's just like timeless and classic, however exactly. many years later, you're still going to wear it. And you got some like really nice shoes to go with <gasps> yours. Oh yeah, I forgot about this. Yes, yeah, so I was like, I'm going high sh- high street with the dress, high street with the dress, and then with the shoes. The shoes cost more than the dress. They were so, they, yeah, I went the other way around. Yeah. <laughs> I
1: got June shoes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> they were Jean, but- Jean but- Rossi ones, and they were like leopard print. I still got them. I still wear them. And I, I was like, I love... Picking a pair of shoes that I could I can I, that I've worn like I've still worn they're like under my bed they're a pair of shoes that I yeah. would wear if I wanted to like look fancy and I kind of love that I can just like wear them forever I did try on the wedding dress and we were like clearing out the loft at the beginning of the year and I felt like that friends episode was great <laughs> <laughs> um, someone asked did we feel any pressure from friends and family to have a certain type of wedding like big or small I didn't. I think there
1: was a slight expectation, but just purely for the fact that the sort of weddings that we all go to, like people would just assume like I'd have a wedding like that. Um, but there wasn't any pressure. I'm so lucky. All our friends and family are so understanding. Aside from like the odd argument about like, cu- uh, like family members who maybe weren't invited, but it really, it really wasn't a big deal. Yeah. I'm very
0: lucky. No pressure on my side. What about you? I think immediate family, like parents, there was like no pressure I think maybe from like extended family or just like people we didn't see that often who maybe like have that expectation of of like the big hundred, hundred person, you know, in a hotel kind of wedding. But I'd say like actually from both of our parents, they were super chill and just like my parents, like if you want to go to Vegas and elope, go to Vegas and elope. They were just like, do whatever the hell you want. And I thought very lucky, so lucky to have that because... Weddings are so political, and they can get really, like, really full on. <laughs> real. Quick. Also worth noting that, like, my
1: parents and Rich's parents are both still married. True. And your parents are married. Yeah. Um, I think it's so complicated. Friends I know who have like all four sets of parents yeah. and are divorced, or it, it makes things definitely a lot yeah. more complicated. There's more people to
0: consider so yeah and it's like who do you have at the top table like yeah I've had friends who've like gone through don't have a top
1: table that's the trick. true (laughs) true (laughs) yeah we'll get on to that this is gonna be a long episode guys I'm just gonna keep going I think people are gonna love it let's just make it a long one um someone asked what was it like attending each other's weddings after years of friendship did you find yourself getting emotional for the other person can I go first because can I just say as I'd never been to a wedding that small in my life (laughs) I just thought, what an honor to be here. Like as someone that was more of a newer friend. I I had a bit of imposter syndrome at one point, definitely. I was like, what am I even doing here? Like this is like your family and your oldest friends. And I was like, oh my God, me and Rich were just like there. Um, But it felt so special. Like I just literally felt like I was in like the core, like heart of your wedding. Really just intimate and lovely and so fun. And I really enjoyed getting to know a few people that I hadn't chatted to before. Because
0: I sit next to your dad? Or Rich was sitting next Rich to your dad? Rich was next to my dad, oh, yeah. it was so cute. Yeah.
1: I just loved it. I thought it was so lovely. Oh,
0: I, I get, I mean, I'm emotional at wedding days anyway. Like the kind of first wedding I went to as an adult, Mark was the best man. So I had to sit in like the audience. I knew no one at this wedding apart from the bride and groom. Um, like we hadn't been, go- we'd been going out, but not like super long at that time. And I we was outside, I had sunglasses on, thank God, because I was in bits, like literally I was crying behind my sunglasses. So that is me at every single wedding. And if you see, isn't there like me in your wedding video, yeah. like kind of
1: looking really emotional? I didn't even cry at my own wedding. <laughs> oh Neither God, of us did.
0: Could, literally like, I don't cry SJ at happy doing things, the singing and Jake doing the words.
1: Like, yeah, I just, I just couldn't stop smiling. I go the opposite. I like laughed my way down the aisle because I was <sighs> just having the best time
0: that for me is or like it's the build-up of that moment like when we went to our manager's wedding like Lucy's wedding I was crying before Lucy even walked out and everyone was like are you okay and I was like it's just that moment it's like that anticipation of like the bride or the partner like walking down the aisle and like oh and then watching whoever's like standing at the aisle like ah like it makes me emotional just thinking about it now so like that I, re- I really like rich standing there and then you walking in like that bit to me just like always gets me always <laughs> always I love a wedding I'm such a crier <laughs>
1: that was so funny you definitely cried in the video we watched yeah, it last night I'm again definitely crying <laughs> someone asked how involved were your husbands in the planning
0: I I think we planned everything like pretty much together I remember one day working out like the table plan because we just had like everyone on like one big long table And I like did little pieces of paper with everyone's names on. And and there was, there's always family politics. There is a bit of like, who do we sit that person next to? Like there's always a bit of like moving around. And Mark came in and was like, I can't believe you've just done that without me. Like he really wanted to be (laughs) part of all the planning. And and we didn't really plan. Like I was looking through an old um, like moleskin journal the other day and the wedding planning is over two pages. (laughs) One of the pages is the table plan. One of the pages is like what everyone wanted to eat. And then the next one is like a double page spread with like flowers tick like did I get a fake tan tick like it it, it was it was really really because it was small it meant that it was very easy to do and we literally planned it in like a matter of days and we're like cool, it's done like so we were able I think to do everything like quite together and he did want to be a part of it but what about Rich
1: I th- yeah I think the planning process can get really stressful and I my kind of tip to any couples I mean now is obviously an even more stressful time to be planning but just remind yourself what you're planning like you're planning a wedding where you're going to be marrying the love of your life like it is a happy thing me and Rich had one argument at the beginning and then we promised each other to never argue about this again we were like this is ridiculous this is a happy occasion so then we just enjoyed the process together and yes it can be a bit complicated like we did it all together but there were definitely some things that Rich was like I don't really have an opinion on like flowers like you can take of of that but he was always Supportive. He wouldn't like just put something on my plate to do. He'd happily sit with me while I kind of like brainstorm or something. And he took charge of more like the things that I couldn't do like managing our Excel spreadsheet, which by the way, we have like a wedding spreadsheet that we've given to every single <laughs> friend. I think it got passed on to us and we all just share it. That's so good. Um And he'd like take charge of alcohol. We had to provide our own. So he was like, maybe we could drive to France and get it. And it was all compliment you know. And so we had certain things that we both took charge of, but we did it all together. And we were just both really supportive of each yeah. other and didn't leave it to anyone to do so yeah i think mark and rich are both very like hands-on people we're very lucky we're not
0: lucky they should be like that you were so (laughs) super chilled like i just meant like i've had friends you've got so to be fair i've had a friend who like the the venue wasn't ready and they've had to like completely do a new venue for their wedding day like There are things that go wrong. It can be stressful, but I do think you were a very chilled out bride.
1: And also we're the type of people who take out wedding insurance. Like every time someone gets engaged, I'm like, guys, John Lewis wedding insurance. I know two people whose venues have burnt down. I'm like, what What? the hell? It's a thing. It's a thing. It's crazy. Um, what were the traditional elements that you kept in and kept out maybe this is I for you there's like you know most of them really but I don't
0: know we so we got married in a registry office it was very we went for like the simple vows I was not interested in standing there and doing personalized vows to each other mainly because of like I didn't want to elongate the time that that part would go on for (laughs) and also I don't want to stand there like blubbering my heart out to mark like I just I cried anyway like even with the simple vows like I was quite happy to do that so I guess that was kind of semi-traditional we did have readings um they were just like things we like the John Cooper Clark uh Arctic Monkeys song thing that um Lily actually you guys got us it like written down in a as as like a print which was really really cute um so we had some readings I didn't have traditional bridesmaids um I have quite strong opinions about everyone being made to wear the same dress Um, and I didn't want to put my friends through that the same dress and it's all like a cut you know it's hard I just think it's hard with everyone's like body shapes and preferences and like colors and that kind of thing I wanted everyone to feel super super comfortable my friends were horrified by this and were just like no we we want to we want to and I was just like that's very sweet and in the end I kind of did a compromise and I was like how about you all have a bouquet and you all walk out before me but I don't want you I don't want you all wearing like the same thing like just just wear what you would wear to our wedding day Anyway, I was convinced they would all rock up wearing navy or something anyway, but they didn't. So we sort of, we had like twists on traditions, I guess. Like we did have a cake, but my mum made it and it wasn't, we just like sliced it, but it wasn't like a huge, you know, big photographic moment. I don't think our photographer was even there at that point. Um, we did still do speeches. I didn't do my own speech because again, I'm a blubbering mess and like Mark's speech was enough to like finish me off um so yeah like there there were certain things that we did and we just did what we felt was right what we wanted to do um and then we just did like twists on anything that we wanted to keep like I guess that was sort of the same for you guys
1: that's the key you've just got to do what is right and what is right for you like who cares about traditions like religion aside like it's very different if you're having a religious wedding and there's certain things you want to do but if you're not do what you want to do we didn't have a cake which actually was probably the most controversial thing (laughs) a lot of people were like no cake but We had desserts and we had donuts and crumbles. I just didn't want to spend a fortune. Wedding cakes are so expensive on something that I wasn't bothered about that whole like cutting the cake thing. I always thought that was a bit weird at weddings. And then you never really get to eat the cake or like you're dancing and it just sits on the table and gets wasted. And that was something I just didn't want to do. I didn't want to do a first dance, but in the end we did. And everyone had to really convince me of it. Again, I I was like, me and we can't dance. It's so awkward. But actually we realized that there's a reason for the first dance and it's, it's a, quite a nice transition to get everyone on the dance floor yeah. is actually we worked out and we were like we just wanted the atmosphere to be so relaxed we didn't want there to be any awkward moments yeah. and to get people like come on everyone on to the dance it's awkward yeah. it's easier to just do the first dance and then everyone joins in we had both of us walk down the aisle that was important to me I didn't want rich to be standing there waiting for me like he walked down with his mom and then my mom walked down with the, like, we all walked down yeah very equal Cute. um I did a speech I just mainly because I felt like I had to, I felt like I was asking a lot of people from London to come up to Suffolk and I just felt like I needed to just stand up quickly and say thank you. It wasn't a long one. And also say something nice about Rich, because yeah. the best man takes the piss out of the groom and I was like, oh, someone yeah. needs to say something nice about him.
0: That best man speech to this day, I couldn't I thought I was gonna be sick.
1: It's so I thought dry. I was
0: gonna be sick into my <laughs> napkin. Because we'd just eaten <laughs> such a lovely food. And then I I like I must have had a bit to drink by this point as well, because I was i I couldn't breathe i actually couldn't breathe and i was like oh my god i'm gonna be sick and then everyone's gonna be like do you remember that best man speech when that girl was sick into her napkin i was Um, so worried (laughs) i just think like we thought about things like
1: that as well speeches like when i've been to some weddings and they just do all the speeches in one go and you're like oh my god i'm so bored so i was like i told everyone please keep your speeches short and we staggered it throughout like in between meals it wasn't all in one go um I, hannah did a speech Aww, like my best friend so i good. thought well, richard's best friends doing one mine can too i just didn't want anything that felt like a show um like we didn't want a top table that was like looking out at everyone that felt too like like a presentation just wanted it all to be really chilled we didn't want posy wedding photos like i didn't want to be away from all of my guests for that long like no one i find from my experience no one ever really likes those photos where they're like posing anyway the best photos are always the natural ones of people just having fun So I actually gave our photographer like a list with photos of the most important people that I want her to get photos of. And then she just made sure she got around the room. And we had like 15 minutes of me and Rich going off for photos, but I didn't drag people out one at a time. Like I just find that middle part of a wedding where people are going for photos as a guest is painfully boring because you're waiting for hours and you're starving. And then as the people, I just, it all felt too like formal and forced. So that was really, I had really strong opinions about that. Yeah um i feel like i could just keep going (laughs) ceremony everyone could sit wherever they want at the ceremony there was no dress code i had to put on the wedding something because my parents were like this is ridiculous you can't people need to know vaguely what to wear but i was very adamant i just wanted people to wear whatever they wanted and be comfortable i could i was like how why would i care what my guests wear i know that's really funny like when you want your guests to look a certain way like i couldn't care less like you wear what you want to wear yeah um and our invites i was like why do i have to put that my parents together with rich's parents formally invite i just didn't want any of that it was like lily and rich are getting hitched or i can't remember what it said it was like fancy another wedding that's what it said <laughs> um so just every time there was a tradition i was like does this feel right for us yeah what feels more natural let's do that yeah
0: i so many that you've said there i've realized like we yeah like, i'm like yeah we we did the same with photos like i you're right that part of a wedding day can sometimes go on for hours and I was just like I just thought everyone wants to eat by that point everyone's kind of hungry so everyone walked to the like the walk from the registry office to the restaurant was like five minutes if that so everyone just kind of walked there and then me and Mark yeah we had 15 minutes maybe um the lady that we use used a lot of like film photography and she was like oh I've got like three frames left and we're like cool just let's just do these three frames and then we're gonna go to dinner and it was like yeah 15 minutes if that like I don't enjoy having my photo taken I'm really happy with the photos that she took and they were just like me and Mark larking about having a good time any that were like super serious or like posed we we didn't like and we haven't exactly we haven't really used um so yeah I agree like the natural photos uh much nicer there was a lot of questions around budgets and someone asked i'd love to know something about budgets and money for weddings the concept of spending loads of money on a day seems unimaginable right now i agree like sometimes i love this phrase in this economy like in this economy <laughs> mm. it, it does it does seem a little bit unimaginable um but you know everyone you do you you do what you want um For our, with our day, it just felt like, yeah, something that we didn't want to go like completely all out on. We did go all out on our honeymoon. That was like, I can't sit here and deny we didn't spend a lot of money because we spent a lot of money on our honeymoon, went to New Zealand for like almost a month and like went all out. That was like trip of a lifetime. But the actual cost of the day, I get emailed about this all the time, Lily. Like people email me all the time and they're like, I hope this isn't like a bit too forward, but can you just like talk to me about cost of the day? And I've sent people a full-on breakdown. I'm like, cool, this is what we spent on flowers. This is what we spent on food. This is what we spent on alcohol. Um, Our our wedding costs probably about a third of like what the average is in the UK. Um, But then we didn't have that many guests. Like we probably had a third of the amount of guests and our biggest cost is food and alcohol like by an absolute mile i feel like that is normally the biggest cost um but i feel like i'm 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 happy that 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 was the cost and we said when we were in the restaurant we were like everyone can drink what they want everyone can order whatever the hell they want and people did order whatever the hell they want. I don't know if you were on the end of the table that was ordering espresso martinis, but on the (laughs) other end of the table, they were like downing espresso martinis. Like the itemized bill is very entertaining to like look back on. But but we just, we wanted everyone just to be relaxed. I didn't want it to be like, you're only allowed to drink this wine or, you know, I was just like, just have whatever you want. If you want a cocktail, have a cocktail. And everyone got pretty drunk and had a good time. And that was the main aim. So I don't think cost wise i personally feel like any regret over that what what about you lily i think yeah again it
1: totally depends on what stage of your life you're at what you know your life situation is i don't know if i'd do the same now or not but i remember the lead up thinking like oh it got to the point where it was like okay well now you know we we also i wanted like a free bar that's the weddings i go to that's what happens and my dad was very much like if we're gonna invite people you need to like feed them and let them drink and I remember in the lead up thinking, oh, are we going to regret this? This is starting to build up again. This is we spent nothing compared to some of our friends, but then a lot more than like what you spent. And I remember thinking, are we going to regret this? You know, we had we we knew we were going to want to buy a house one day and there were more things that we'd want to pay for. And I really worried about it. And I can handle my heart, say that although we spent a lot of money, I do not ever for one minute regret it like money well spent and I'm not even that sort of person that likes to splurge on no, things you're
0: you're so at all
1: and it's like it's one day and it's gone and we're never going to have it again but it was the best money I spent and totally worth it and I loved every minute and it's very unlike me, but yeah, I don't regret it at all.
0: Yeah. So. And, I, and I think for us, we, we did the same. We were like, we want to be able, able to do kind of like a free bar situation. So we just went out to Tesco's. And like, if you feel, if yeah. you kind of want to do the same, like we literally just filled our bath with like beer, like there are ways yeah. around it if you still don't want to spend like a shed load.
1: Someone said, what aspect of your day were you certain on from the beginning and you wouldn't have made a compromise on?
0: Oh,
1: mine was the people. Like I didn't want to feel like, I didn't want to meet anyone on my wedding day. I didn't want any strangers there. So the people that were there was very important to me and the atmosphere, like everything, every conversation kept coming back to the atmosphere. Like my dad's very passionate about this. I'm the same as him. The music has to be right. The feel, how relaxed it is, the food, how you eat your food. Every detail of the day came back to how, what is the atmosphere like? I just think it's so important. Um, I didn't want any awkward quiet bits or anything like that. So people and atmosphere.
0: Oh yeah I think I think it's just we yeah we just wanted everyone to like have a fun day like it's a wedding it's a celebration of love like yeah I I think for for Mark and I we almost wanted to feel like we weren't compromising on anything like that we weren't do we weren't being forced to do Things that we felt like weren't right for us or like we didn't want to do i have one for you from the beginning
1: you were quite set on having this like party in your flat yes and i remember quite a few people being like really sure it's gonna work like your flat's not huge and like is the layout of it all is it and you were like no i just you had this image in your head i want to have domino's pizza in my flat yeah alcohol in the bath and that you were quite set on that from the early days yeah
0: that yeah i had yeah we were quite like I, when we moved into this flat, I was just like, I want to have some good parties here. And I feel like the wedding and my 30th, we've had some good parties. I'm like, I feel like I've fulfilled that need. And yeah, I had this image of just like everyone just being like strewn all over the place, like having a great time like it it was it was so fun There was the moment where I walked into the living room and and two of the guys were just like had picked up the coffee table and were just moving the coffee table into the bedroom because a dance floor needed to be created and I was just like this is bloody brilliant like this is just what I pictured in my head it's just everyone just like having a great time like my parents are not big drinkers and my mum didn't drink she was driving but I've never seen my dad that drunk in my entire life and he was just like life and soul of the party everyone had like made it their mission to get my dad drunk someone was like oh we need to get I think my sister ended up going to like Tesco's halfway through the night because we need we someone had decided that Steve needs to drink a white Russian and I thought they were talking about my friend Steve but it turns out they were talking about my dad and so my dad's like oh yeah I'll try a white Russian and like people had to go out and get milk more milk so that we had milk to make white Russians and my dad just got drunk off of white Russians with my friends and that for me is just like the the funniest thing and like when I think back to the day I think of The image of my dad, my mum and dad leaving and everyone going, Steve, 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 Steve. Whilst my dad is kind of like, everyone's just like high-fiving him in the front room and then everyone going, Jane, 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 Jane. (laughs) My mum. I think she got picked up. Like it was just, it was all, and that for me in my head is like, it was everyone that came had a good time. And yeah, you're right. I I think we were quite determined to have a reception in our flat, which people were like, hmm, interesting. (laughs)
1: So fun, and people want to. People want to know what the best investment that we made for the day was. This is so uh, the questions that people are planning a wedding, they're like. They just want no regrets. Like what was the best investment you made? Was it a photographer, videographer or something that you wish you'd prioritise more? Or did you put anything in the fuck it bucket? I love that. Our fuck it bucket was like last minute photo booth. I panicked. I was like, we need a photo booth. (laughs) Like we totally didn't need a photo booth. It was so fun to have though. But that was our, by the time you get to like that point, you've spent so much money anyway. You're like, ah, what's a bit extra going to do anyway? We need. we were like, just in case. And it was, well, that was definitely our fuck it bucket.
0: Oh, I didn't realise that was the thing. Our fuck it bucket was it was like the day before and I realized we had no decorations and I was just like oh maybe I should like put a little bit of something in the flat so me and Mum went to hobby craft and I just bought like everything that was to do with weddings and I was like oh yeah that would do like a couple of gold decorations I was like yeah there you go that's that's, that's enough
1: oh, I love um, it we spent a small fortune on our videographer compared to friends of ours but I guess because of what I do for a job like I wanted to have a YouTube edit that I could put up that wouldn't show everything and and I, I just, I love video and I'm so glad I did spend it. Like it was thousands, but there's something about video that's so different to photos. You can really relive it and like you can feel it and I can just watch the speeches if I want. I can just watch the singing in the ceremony or he made, it was so well edited. It's not like watching an hour long, you know, hours and hours of a wedding. It's just perfect. And I'm, I'm really happy that, and also it captured moments we didn't see. Like when everyone walked into the barn and saw it for the first time, we weren't there. Or like people dancing like, funny like you said like people you would never put together like having a great time like I actually loved that also we um we didn't have a wedding planner as such but we had someone decorate the barn and we actually paid a bit extra to have her there on the day and I'm so glad we did that because I didn't want to be stressing in the morning hanging foliage from a barn and so she was there on the day to do all of that and make sure everything was running smoothly and Although I didn't, I don't know how, like if you need a wedding planner as such, having someone there on the day, like made a massive difference, meaning that we could just enjoy ourselves and not worry about anything. Yeah. That's interesting. Um, My, yeah, my, probably my biggest regret, not my biggest regret, but we spent a lot, the venue we got didn't come with tablecloths or cutlery and stuff. Um, And sometimes it's a bit constricting when they do, but it was, that was a big expense. That was just something I hadn't thought about. Yeah. Like having to actually provide tablecloths and cutlery. Yeah. Um, And just dressing the room in general with lighting and foliage and flowers are so expensive, which is why we just did a lot of greenery, eucalyptus and not flowers.
0: That's all an expense, which I wasn't aware of before. Mm. I think for us, so we didn't didn't get a videographer. It was just a really small wedding. And I felt like the more people you added to it would end up with like more people doing behind the scenes stuff than actually like on the wedding day. So we hired a photographer, it was a local girl, would 100% recommend her and she she offered a really, really good rate for basically just doing kind of the morning, like us getting ready, the actual ceremony and then she hung around for a bit whilst we were eating the meal and then she went home. She basically did a half day rate which a lot of photographers don't offer because obviously if you're taking up half their day, they also, they can't shoot another wedding like in that day And so I felt super grateful that she allowed us to do that. And so she'd taken a couple of photos of like me and Mark and she'd taken photos of like us with our parents and then she kind of went. And then any other photos that we have of the day are like photos that my dad took of like me and Mark cutting the cake. So I was, I I think that was an investment for us. That was like a big investment compared to like our wedding budget. That was a big part out of it um but yeah I was super happy just to have that and then like photos there's a couple of someone got hold of a Polaroid camera somewhere and there's like a random photo of like again my friends with my dad my dad's like got he's like spilt drink down him like it's very messy but I love those photos they're so silly um I think yeah the fuck it bucket was the hobby craft last minute haul one thing I wished we prioritized more probably if a, if I have one regret from the wedding day, it's that I got ready on my own and I wish I'd got ready with like some of my best mates because I was very like, I just didn't want to put anyone out. I knew it was easier for them to get ready with their boyfriends and then come and I didn't want to put anyone out. And I wish I'd been like, oh, can you come around and get ready here? Because it just would have been more fun. Because I ended up getting ready so early, just like on my own. I ended up like calling up my family because I was getting a taxi with my family down there. And I was like, if you guys are ready and just sitting around, then come over because I'm just sitting Aww. around too. Yeah. So I wish, I wish I'd wish i sort of been a bit more, you know what, it is, it is my wedding day and it would be nice to get ready with my friends. And I wish that I'd been like, hey girls, get ready around here. Because, you know, it just would have been nice. Also,
1: not that I noticed but Anna bought a Sonos system after her hat wedding in
0: her flat. True. I mean, come on, that surely is a regret. True. Big, Could have bought it before. <laughs> big regret because we had a Bose speaker that I thought went loud, turns out does not go loud at all. And then the, th- I mean, the 30th birthday got very banging because by that yeah. time I'd invested in a Sonos in every single room. Um, yeah, definitely should have got a better. Didn't, pr- we, we didn't make a playlist as well. I we should have made a playlist and yeah, definitely should have got oh, better no one speakers. Cares by that point. <laughs> so
1: funny okay someone asked if you could relive one moment from the day
0: what would it be and why i want to hear what yours is the moment when mark said my awful wedded wife (laughs) do you remember that that was fun yes (laughs) (laughs) like and Um, i now like and you now need to say like lawful wedded wife and he said awful wedded wife and everyone laughed and it was uh, that was actually really nice because i think before the end, the ceremony was quite intense like I was sort of crying a bit and Mark was trying not to cry and it was all a bit like cryy. and then he did that and then everyone laughed and there's a really good photo of my grandparents like laughing at that moment and that to me, I'm just like, oh, I love that. Yeah, that moment.
1: Rich put the word perspective in his speech. He can't say that word. He can't (laughs) say specific. I was like, why did you put it? And he said like, every rehearsal I got it right and then he was like, and I was like, and everyone laughed. He just like, and at one point he said, he said, "Um, I moved in with Lily and Lionel. Instead of Lionel and Carol. (laughs) Lillian Lionel. He just said so many. I know. He said so many things wrong in his speech. It was so funny. But my favorite moment that I'd probably want to relive is when we were waiting outside the barn to go in. So it was, we'd gone off to have photos and then everyone had gone into the barn and they were sitting, standing in the barn. And we were about to come in and like almost be like presented. I didn't want that bit either, but it turned out to be quite fun. We went straight into like Israeli dancing as soon as we came in. Um, And I just remember standing there and being like, just so happy and excited. Like we were like, this is going so well, so well, so far. It was like a minute for us to talk and just be like, oh my God, I love that bit in the ceremony when this happened. And oh my God, oh, did we get any food? Like, how was the food? Did you see this? We were just chatting and then we were like, ready to go in and (laughs) like, see everyone again. Like it's that excitement, like bubbling inside. I loved it. That is so But also I look back and think, I was watching it last night and thought, oh, it's really sad that Grey wasn't there. She would have loved that. (laughs) So if anyone's like, had to cancel their wedding and thinking like, oh, but I want to get married before having a kid. I think it'd be quite nice. My sister got married when she had a two-year-old and I think it's also quite nice to have them there. Having part of the day. Yeah. Cute. Someone asked, I would love to know both of your approaches and experiences with the bridesmaid role, how to involve female friends in other ways. You kind of touched on this yeah. in terms of like you didn't want them to wear matching dresses
0: yeah I was just I mean obviously I love my friends dearly and in my head I'd always had like I knew who I was gonna have as bridesmaid kind of thing but yeah I wasn't interested in like a matching dress situation I wanted them to wear whatever the hell they wanted to wear and and yeah I think I think it worked really nicely like they just want they just wanted to that moment they just wanted to like be there before I walked out and and they were super happy with just their little like the little bouquets and walking in and and I think you did a really nice thing of like every you didn't have bridesmaids either but you sort of gave everyone like a bit of a task so everyone like felt involved.
1: I just felt like I've been a bridesmaid many times before and there's always some kind of drama you either put in a dress you don't want to wear you have to pay for your dress that you don't want to wear or you don't have to pay it, and then you have jobs on the day that stress you out and I just thought these are my best girls, I want them to have more fun than anyone else. I don't want them to feel stressed. I don't want them to have jobs. I want them to have the best time and just enjoy it with me. So I didn't have official bridesmaids, but everyone just naturally fell into their different roles. Hannah stayed with me the night before in the hotel. A couple of them planned my hen. Gemma helped me get into my dress because that's kind of what she's really good at. SJ sung at the ceremony. You ended up like helping them with the surprise video editing like oh oh my god guys I see I hate surprises at weddings I just feel like they're so show-offy sometimes but my friends and family did this like surprise video where they were taking the piss out of me vlogging it ended up being very funny but I and they made Anna edit it I'm so sorry Anna but I got wind I just I can't remember who said something But I got wind like a few days before that there'd be some kind of surprise And I suddenly, as a control freak, was freaking out. What, like I, I knew there was something surprise. And you know what I thought it was? What? I thought Will Young was going to turn up (laughs) (laughs)
0: because they'd done you a hen party video. Yeah,
1: so funny. It ended up being really funny and so well done. Anna edited it amazingly. But like, if you told me before, that would be my worst nightmare. (laughs) But yeah, so everyone, every girl, every important girl had an important part to play, but with no pressure. You could wear whatever you like, sit wherever you want. And I just, that was so important to me. I think that was super nice.
0: Super nice. Right, we now, we're entering the period. Are you still here? Is everyone still listening? Thank you. We're going to keep going with just a couple more questions that were more like targeted to like either of us, right? Yeah I think a lot of them I've actually covered but there's yeah there's more specific questions
1: like and I think the ones for you are more important because I think if you're having a smaller wedding it's a bit more controversial it's a bit different people are desperate to know like how how you planned your list like who got an invite (laughs) who didn't did anyone react badly did you lose friends or family like were people understanding them and like how did you handle the guilt of it all?
0: Yeah this question comes up a lot it's something I get emailed about a lot as well um My advice for this is is to keep your list very clean cut. And I think previously, at other weddings that I've gone to of, of like my family, there have been issues when like certain aunties and uncles are invited and then others aren't. like so we went for a very strict list of parents, grandparents, siblings, and then friends, no children but to be fair, there wasn't, at that point, a lot of my friends, like, none of my friends had kids, but we didn't have any children there, so it was just, like, those core 27 people, and yeah, yeah, is it awkward? Yes, of course it's awkward, like, I've got, I've got, like, other family members, like, aunties and uncles that I see quite often, that I would, I would really, really like to Come. But then I've got aunties, and uncles I don't see as often. But for us, it was like having that clear kind of cut. We just did no kind of extended family aside from like grandparents, parents, siblings. Having no other extended family, that just worked for us because it was like you you know that there's some people that I would have loved to have been there. They know who they are, but it's one day. It is one day. Like, and it's just I think everyone was. We were quite lucky that the majority of people were super understanding. Um, but I'm not saying it wasn't political. I'm not saying it wasn't tricky. I'm not saying I didn't feel guilt because I definitely did. But I was just like, you know what? It, it is, It's just one day. It's just one day we can send photos. We can still make people a part of the day if they still want to be. Um, one one of my aunties and uncles, we obviously got married like in the city center and they just happened to be like basically out shopping. So they kind of just like waited for us outside so that they could see me and Mark like in our wedding gear. And we got a photo of them and it looks really funny because my uncle's literally wearing like jogging bottom shorts. And he's like, oh my God, like if I knew there was gonna be a photo taken, I wouldn't be wearing jogging bottom shorts and flip flops. But they were like, oh, it was nice just to see you like, but we, we completely understood like why why we weren't there so my advice is always to have a very like clear-cut defined list but then that is not always possible Um, and also Mark and I have quite small families once you cut out kind of cousins and aunties and uncles like we don't have a lot of siblings so we were able to kind of do that and I think it's also unique and I always feel the need to give like a bit of context when someone in your family has had a big wedding day, and it's ended badly, we were also given a bit of a free pass to kind of do whatever the hell we want. Because when all of your family members have like rocked up to a wedding, and it's all been like, this big thing, lots of people, countryside estate, like that kind of thing. And it hasn't ended well. My parents were just like, we would rather you have whatever day you want, it doesn't matter. And so we were kind of given that like, free pass in a way I feel like I always need to like mention that because I think my family are a bit like burned from the big <laughs> the big wedding day situations so everyone was like you know what you can have that big wedding day and it, it might not work out so do whatever the hell you guys want to do um but yeah it, it, it is really hard you do feel guilty but ultimately we haven't lost friends or contact with family over it it's been three years now and and I think from my experience of planning a wedding and having this kind of wedding I never ever 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 assume an invite to anybody's wedding even my closest 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 friend because I would support everyone whatever it is that they want to do If they want to elope they want to do whatever the hell they want to do so whenever anyone gets married I'm not like oh my god I can't wait to be there like buying my dress like, <laughs> yeah. blah, blah, blah. like I'm always just like cool oh my god that's so good like good for you like never ever ever assume an invite mm. because everyone wants to do different things and that adds the pressure
1: exactly can we just quickly talk about because you mentioned this kids at weddings like I'll be quick yeah. but as someone who got married before having kids and now has a kid like I have opinions there and I totally understand some people say like no kids full stop some people just have kids within their own family I had like anyone's kid because I just I had so many kids in my family I was like I quite like that atmosphere yeah. like kids aren't like oh I hate kids I just think it adds to the kind of family relaxed vibe I think it's so fair to do what you want but I think it's important to understand the difference between kids and tiny babies and I think a baby that's under six months it's very hard to to leave your baby that's under six months as a new mum as any mum whether you're breastfeeding or bottle feeding I don't think it should be a breastfeeding privilege to have to leave your baby overnight somewhere you know and I've been invited to a wedding when grey was five weeks old and I was told she wasn't allowed to come, and it just puts you in such a horrible position. Like, oh my god, I'm going to have to leave my five week old baby. I've never left them before. I'm breastfeeding. That means I'm going to have to pump. I don't know how. Like, it's just, it's just a baby. They're not going to ruin your wedding. I promise you won't notice. I think there were some kids probably crying at some. I didn't even notice. I had the best day of my life. So, just, I think it's this. I know it's your day, but let's let's all be considerate this, of this kids. Con-
0: context <laughs> for me, kids involved. Every kid was over fifteen. And, oh, yeah. and, and also if they have to eat sometimes at weddings you have to like feed them a meal and it costs per head that's oh, different i'm talking yeah about we're, we're talking we're talking about like every kid would have been over like the 14 15 mark yeah yeah, yeah. and also it would have added an extra six people <laughs> yeah yeah
1: yeah <laughs> totally different and i even think if they're like six seven eight like it's different yeah but- when it's like no babies I very, think very I think difficult. if like a
0: friend so like one of my friends one of my best friends actually couldn't be at our wedding day because she had given birth three days before her baby had arrived oh God, three yeah. and a half weeks early um but obviously obviously if her baby had been like four weeks it would have been like of course like you do whatever you mm. want like you can only come to the beginning come to the beginning I think the kids thing is really 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 tricky and again gets very political puts people in like awkward positions if it was babies and kids kids we would have had them but it was the case of like kids that were more over the age of fi- the age of 15 to 28 <laughs> mm-hmm. and we were like actually some of them i hadn't really met that many times um and that was t- taking our wedding of like taking up a large proportion of the wedding day you know what i mean if we're only having 27 people so uh, definitely like an individual choice for everyone but i think you're right something to consider we guests. went to a wedding when Grey was little and we were just, we made sure we sat at the back and like the minute
1: she even stirred, we like stood up yeah. and walked out. Like you, we, no one wants to ruin the wedding day. And Some people choose to be without their kids because you can have more fun.
0: True. Each to their True. own. Definitely.
1: Right. So some questions um, for you. I think some of these I've covered, like, do you think a big wedding's worth it? I don't regret spending the money. Like, even though I had other things to spend money on, I never think like, oh, I could have spent that on. It's just not something that comes into my mind. Um, how did I decide who got a plus one? For me, it was just, I wanted people to have fun. And I I know that if I was invited to a wedding and Rich wasn't invited, I wouldn't have fun sitting on my own and being awkward on a table with other people. And it's not a case of like, oh, they're, if, they're, if they're married, they're allowed a plus one. Like, unless someone had a brand new boyfriend and girlfriend that I hadn't met, like their plus one was invited. Most of my friends were either in serious relationships, living with their partner or married. And we were very like generous with plus ones, really. I think there was only one person that didn't have it, it because they had a girlfriend for three weeks that we hadn't really met. And we were just like, they know people, they'll be fine. Yeah. Um, but I think it's nice to have plus ones there. Um, where to sit people who didn't know each other. We just, it was, that was quite an enjoying, enjoying part actually, because it doesn't have to be stressful. It's more fun to be like, I like the idea of my friends getting on with other friends. So a lot of, because of I'm the nature of what I'm like, a lot, most people knew each other. But we just thought like, oh, they'd get on with it. Oh, she lived in Lisbon for a while and he loves Lisbon. Yeah. Let's sit there near each other. And it's it's quite a fun bit, actually. I quite like that. Um, I think most of the tables were pretty good, actually. Um, and also we just sat with family. We were going to sit with friends, but we actually sat with our family. It wasn't like top table style. It was very you've got lots of siblings and kids and stuff and then you guys sat on like our like best friend table and that was such a fun table such a fun table I think it, it worked out well I mean so- someone said I'm not a shy person but the thought of being a bride <laughs> makes me want to die is the attention as bad yes. as it looks
0: <laughs> I, feel you. I just
1: feel like I didn't have any strangers there so when I walked down the aisle although it's a bit overwhelming to have everyone turn and look at you it's all of the faces of people that you absolutely love and it's just it was lovely. It made me smile and laugh and you just have to embrace it. And I didn't feel like other than walking down the aisle, I didn't feel like the attention was on me. We weren't sitting, facing everyone at the dinner and it was just every, like, everyone was just with everyone basically. Yeah. Someone asked, how do you relax on the day for photographs? We talked about how we didn't have like formal ones, but for the kind of 15, 20 minutes when me and Rich went off, Rich is really awkward in front of a crack camera. And the photographer we got, she wanted to do an engagement shoot. And I was like, no way, cringe. I do not need engagement photos. And she was like, do you know what? It's actually just a really good way to kind of practice for the day. And I was like, really? I don't, oh, I just hated it. But she's right, like the engagement shoot, we went to the Heath and we just took some photos and it made Rich like get to know what it's like to have someone taking photos. He learned some little tricks, how to relax. So on
0: the day, we kind of just knew what to do. And we knew what worked. So that was actually a really good tip. Someone asked, mainly a question for Lily as Anna had an intimate wedding anyway, but if Lily had been getting married this year, would she have gone ahead with restrictions in place and dramatically cut the numbers or decided to postpone? We were due to get married in August, but have had to postpone due to COVID. So I'd be interested to hear your thoughts. I think a lot of people are conflicted on what to do.
1: I don't think I would have a smaller wedding trying to replicate like what my bigger wedding would be. But... If I think it depends on what stage I was at my life, but if I just felt like, oh, but I really want to be married, I think I would just do the registry like we did anyway the day before with just like our parents, just so we could like be married and then have the proper big wedding at a later date, like next year. Yeah, I don't think I would keep trying to organize a smaller wedding, but with all the frills. To me, I'd just be stressed that it's so uncertain whether it's going to get canceled or not. So I would either totally postpone and do it all next year or just do the registry and then do the wedding next year. Because yeah. even though you're married in a registry, like we did that the day before, it doesn't, it doesn't feel like you're married and it doesn't really matter. It's still a fun day.
0: Yeah, I think the majority of people that we were due to go to weddings have just postponed to next year and just kind of seeing what happens. But I, th- I think you're right. I think if it's like, oh, I just I just really want to be married for whatever reason, you could always just do the registry office with just your parents. And like you said, do have a big shing have a party, have a, a wedding, whatever it is that you want next year. But yeah, we're thinking of yeah. all of you. It's a really, like, sucky, stressful situation to be in. And we Absolutely. wish you all well and good luck with it all. Woo-hoo! That was a long one. That was long. Oh, my God. Guys, that was long. Are you still here? Thank you. <laughs> Maybe we should be wedding planners. We obviously like talking about them. I need to watch that film, The Wedding Planner with J-Lo actually as you've never seen it no I've never seen it oh my god what a classic is it great (laughs) (laughs) love it but thank you so much to everybody for listening don't forget to rate review and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or whatever podcast app you use and join the At Home With Facebook group to join in the conversation and sending your questions for upcoming episodes
1: yeah we'll post what next week's episode is going to be and we'll definitely be gathering some questions from there and let us know what you thought of this week's episode I I like feedback I love hearing what you guys think um, if you want to follow us on Instagram, we are at Lily Pebbles and Anna's at the Anna Edit. Um, and thank you so much to our producer and editor, Joel Grove. And we will
0: see you next Thursday for a new episode. Speak to you then. Bye. Bye. Bye.